Hey guys, and welcome to the latest episode of The Startup Diary. I am Harrison Merge, and I'm with my questioning co-host, Adam Callow. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. If you're new here, this is the podcast where we share the highs, the lows, and all the learnings of what it's really like to build a business. And this is part two. Um, obviously, I have a two-parter. Don't know why I need to say that. <laughs> uh, it's not necessarily a two-parter. <laughs> it could have been part two of three. Uh, but let's keep momentum, Harry. Um, in the previous show, uh, a listener, a friend of the show, Stephen May, sent in some questions that I'd never seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he sent some questions in for Harry to ask me. And that was on the last show. The, the concept being year in review. Year in review. Assuming this is still following that theme, unless he's throwing an absolute <laughs> curveball and I'm about to get quizzed hard about some... No, this is this is year in review and this is questions that you've never seen. Correct. That's, uh, why, that's why I'm pretty nervous. Uh, and uh, there's a few. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, let's get straight into it. So this is this is Stephen May's questions of a year in review for Harrison. It's, it's cool because we don't often... How do you to... get in touch, by the way, Adam? What's up? Oh. Well, we meant to say is he emailed. <laughs> if you don't have Adam's direct number, you can email startupdiary at nbs.fm. Startupdiary at nbs.fm. Or you can line. text Adam on... Oh, double... No, that's not good. <laughs> uh, okay. Harry, question one. Apart from becoming a father to Elliot... What was your proudest moment of 2019? Oh, gosh, Steve, started <laughs> with a big one. <laughs> um, proudest moment of 2019. So let me just let me just jump in here because you're clearly like stewing and chugging over this. What's the moment that you look back on from 2019, excluding Elliot, that, mm-hmm. that made you feel accomplished? Like a sense of like, because you just said the words, like there's nothing specific that you feel proud of. That's like an that's like a you thing. I know you. Yeah, I mean, you never think, like fucking like punch the ceiling and be like, yes, that's not you. Yeah, I think looking back at like if like I would say that I'm not necessarily this is going to sound absolutely terrible, but like when I look at the birth of my son, I don't, I'm not like proud. I wouldn't say I'm necessarily proud of that maybe that is the feeling that I am feeling, but I wouldn't have said finger in the air, proud of that. Yeah, you're, it's, like, it's clear the, that the baby was born and I'm happy <laughs> and he's healthy and all that jazz. Yeah, you're def- you're, you've got a, you've obviously got a very specific definition in your head of what the word proud yeah. means. So, oh. <laughs> Which is concerning because I feel like now, now it's going to be on my mind. It's like, am I ever proud of anything <laughs> I do in my life? <laughs> so what made you feel accomplished? Um, accomplished. Oof. I would say that and it's kind of it's something that I always continually say um, but I often remind myself uh, it's, the, it's the golden boot trophy that I want to get is that I always whenever we for example go to do a client thing we have to like put some steel toe boots on that is always a really humbling um, reminder of how lucky I feel sort of every day to be doing the job I'm doing now as opposed mm-hmm. to what I used to be doing so for me, there's probably not a specific moment so much as just the fact that every day I get to kind of wake up and do what we're doing. Like we do podcasts for fun and we and my work is the thing that I do for fun as well. So like for me, it's probably not like a specific thing, but it's getting to wake up every day and continue doing what we're doing, I think is probably the best way That's to cool. explain it. I like that, man. That's cool. But I guess from what you said is like... it. It sometimes needs those little nudges, especially when you put like the boots on. Yeah, that kind of 
takes makes you take pause a little bit and think about it. That's cool. I need to get you that golden boot and just put it above your desk in the new office. Question two. What was the most... <laughs> by, by the way, for, for the people that won't hear the massive pause, <laughs> if this is anything to go by, I think we're going to run out of space on this SD card. <laughs> <laughs> what was the most fun moment of 2019? Ooh, fun moment. Um... Is it really lame that it's kind of focused around work still? No, of course because not. like I think that the the travel the traveling um, and obviously we're going away to America again. But like for for me, mm. it's it's a really exciting like opportunity to get to do that sort of thing. Obviously, we're in Australia and stuff like that. Whenever we get to travel anywhere, I always really enjoy it. Cool. Partly because when I travel, I like go into holiday mode. And even like like we go when we go with a client, like we went to Ireland and that was it. I'm like, if I got to go on a plane anywhere, I'm on holiday mode. So the travel, the travel, travel. For you. I really, travel for you. I really enjoy traveling. I don't, I don't know how many times I had have to travel before it gets old, but, but it hasn't happened yet. Okay. Like I say, even Ireland, I'm like, <laughs> uh, like it. Um, Question three. What did you learn about yourself in 2019? Um, what did I learn? Uh, I learned that something that I already knew, but really cemented the fact that I do not function well on minimal sleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's a given. I knew that. I'm glad you're um, aware of it. What did I learn? Uh, I think from the recent hires and and not and quits that we had in the business, I think it highlighted that I'm. It made me more self-aware that I'm better than I probably thought I was at the job that I do, and that the team around us are all like hard workers as well. Like yeah. it's just it. Yeah, I think that was just a quite That's a great quite insightful. Yeah, okay. Give you it's like made you think like like <laughs> because obviously I had to uh, sort of do some do some training. We hired someone with the intention that he he wasn't as skilled as we wanted, but with the intention of him obviously to stay with the team and we were going to train him up. And then he left early, and then after that, it was kind of like a <laughs> I realized how much training he would have had to have gone through. And it's like oh, we we in this in these however many years have been in out three years or so yeah. how much Four. how far we've come and how much you kind of learn along the way and you don't really it never gets written down or measured or anything it's just we just get, kind of get better every year yeah but when you actually are able to compare that to someone that's not been in the industry or or, or have the same skill set you could, it was the first time we ever saw the, the clear difference between where I am and where other people might be that's cool no, that's cool. That's a great answer. Um, what's the hardest thing about making the podcast? Um, that's a question. A very you. interesting question that is. So, the hardest thing. So we do a couple of shows. Um, Stop Diary is currently mainly audio, but we've done video. Dad knows best is now video as well. The editing and all that side of things I've got down to a kind of a process anyway so it's just kind of I just do my thing with it I think <laughs> the hardest thing uh, I think for us 
is like the time management side of things, getting things booked in because we're trying to do it. Because we're trying to do it alongside a day job and things like that, it's getting everything in and playing catch up. And it's the things that, it, oddly, it's everything but the actual recording yeah. and, and editing of the sh- of the shows. It's the <laughs> it's booking it in in the first place, which is probably the hardest part. Makes sense. Hence why we're here at 7 a.m. on a Tuesday to re- try and record <laughs> as many shows as possible. Makes it easy when someone sends in the questions. I can promise you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what uh, haven't you done in 2019 that you want to do in 2020? I would say um, it's kind of tricky because uh, I've not. I tend not to kind of think super long term anyway so I don't really have like a list that I can look back and go oh, I said I would try and do these things but mm-hmm. we didn't so I'm going to try and do it next year sort of thing but I think if I actually kind of think about it the one thing that we've or the one thing that I've actually thought ahead on and tried to actually make something out of is our shows and stuff like that and last year we <laughs> it kind of fell apart through paternity leave and stuff like that so we fell behind yep um and then we were just kind of on the back foot ever since and didn't really, again, what to answer the earlier question, scheduling everything is the hardest part. Mm-hmm. Um, but this year we're making a bigger go of it. And in my mind, I, I want to actually see that become something more than just just us hit and record on a Tuesday. So I think what didn't happen last year was we actually make some significant pros, progress in whether it's the podcasts or YouTube and things like that. So hence why dad knows best is now on youtube as well yep with the intention of actually getting more different content other than the podcast on the youtube channel so how are you going to measure that in terms of measure it um i've got a measure for it but i'm interested to hear yours well i'm not sure this is one of the things this is i I went put pen to paper last year for some ideas so i think for me it's more just because i'm not sure what will work it's just a case of i want to try i need to try and do everything and just play around with it and see, mm-hmm. see what I enjoy, see what actually gets attention and go from there. Uh, I don't want to say I'm going to do five of these and 10 of these and whatever. I want, I'd like to just start a few different things and get going. My concern is if I say I want to hit these certain things, I won't do it because I'll be like, Oof, yeah, but I need a roadmap. Uh, I'd, rather from, I'd rather start from the bottom and go up then that's where we are the exact opposite and that's where we balance each other really well is i'll start with like swing for the fences and work it out where you'll say let's build the building blocks and yeah. get and we, that's why we end up off the meeting because, the because i think we've got a very similar goal though this year with the podcast yeah. is if we can get it to a position where we can hire someone to help us with the shows and the management mm-hmm. aka emmy i think that would probably be your most proud moment of 2020 coming back to the proud thing if your wife doesn't have to go back to work mm-hmm. as an example and she can do this and support yeah, that, that would make me happy yeah happy not sure proud. I call it proud <laughs> which is weird but yeah I think but interesting on you, that you say that is the what we're doing with the podcast is is the inverse of my normal approach but I am on, agree and I'm on board with that whereas when it comes to sort of dad knows best and the extra stuff yeah because that's probably a bit more of like a personal project for me it makes I feel more comfortable in trying different things and going from the ground up yeah. as opposed to ending on a Start with the end and then working back. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But I think the key thing is, is one of the reasons that me and you on a personality basis have very few things that overlap. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's true though, but uh, 
that's probably why we've we've lasted. Lord this, knows how we be, even like best bear friends each other. for like eighteen years or something <laughs> crazy. Uh, but we balanced each other really well on that note. Um, moving on. What is the best work tool that you've deployed in twenty nineteen? Best work. <laughs> don't, don't you dare say Monday. <laughs> work, work tool that I have deployed. Um, I'm trying to think. I I know what it is. Without telling me what it is, what what? Can you give me an idea? <laughs> I'm trying to think what. Um, Like my mind's trying to think of software or gear that I use, but I'm not really sure what, I don't know. Best work tool that I use in 2019. It's the first year you've actually used an iPad and been fairly religious with it. Or do you just use it because it's there? I think... Because so, you claim the company's iPad, so the, let's be honest. Uh, hey, it's still the company's <laughs> iPad. Um, so interestingly with the iPad is I still feel like... And maybe I'm expecting more from the iPad. <laughs> but like the only reason, for example, it's in front of me now is one, because I had to use the laptop to record earlier. Mm -hmm. So that's over there. Otherwise, I would have had it in front of me. So it's sort of the mid-ground of... My alternative is using my phone, but if you have a choice over an iPad with a keyboard or the phone, the iPad makes more sense. But I never look at the iPad and think this is, there's a few things it does which are really great and maybe that's good enough because yep. at the end of the day, it is really useful at those certain things. Like it's got the pencil with it. So when we go for, when we go and do video shoots, I've already got um, PDFs of video release form so someone just literally digitally signs it and yep. it's a digital copy that we save with uh, all the files and things like that so it's re recorded as opposed to printing things out getting them to sign it scanning that in and all that process so those things that it does is really useful and I think I would miss it if we didn't now have it for that even but when did you get your camera? Uh, so I feel like that, that probably, changed your game as probably well probably at the latest end of twenty. 18 because I feel like I had it I had it in mm, oh no maybe not actually oh yeah I might have got it last year now that I'm thinking about it because I think that changed you your, even just how you operate as a photographer yeah. videographer it just you, you clearly made a commitment to up your game yeah. when you bought that camera yeah if, if it was your because you, you if I got that it. in 2019 I would definitely say my Canon EOS R let's go with that if you could give yourself Sorry, if you could give the 2019 version of you a tip for the year, what would it be? January 1st last year, you go back, you grab yourself by the shoulders. What do you tell him? Don't give up on the gym. <laughs> because like, um, I'm, I've still not gone back this year. Obviously we're only in the first two weeks of, or first week of Janet's the 7th. Um, but, because I allowed it to slip last year. It feels like I'm doing like a bit of an uphill struggle to get back in the rhythm and do all that. Okay. And that's that's not just because I've not been that it's making it harder to go back. There's The reason why I've not been going is because of um, available time and things like that. But that's something I probably, if I could go back and just give myself a warning that if I don't make an effort, it's gonna 
like this is a challenge that's going to come up make sure you try and fight your own personal mm-hmm. battles to make sure you continue to go because it just feels shit when I don't go so so yeah that's probably the biggest thing there was a um, there's actually a quote uh, I went around to Sarah's dad's house and do you know those boards where you've got like letters and you can put stuff on you can like make the your cork own cork board thing or or you mean the letter magnets uh, not, neither to be honest but it's like it's like a board similar thing a board you've got a box of letters you can make your own message on I've got one in my living room that says we change it to like happy birthday Riley and merry Christmas and blah 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 it's like a board you put letters on you can write your own message Daisy Sarah's sister has obviously got into like quotes she's like I don't, I don't know who she's following on Instagram mm-hmm. or something and the one that I saw actually stuck with me it sort of like resonates with what you just said which is like work hard today to make all your tomorrows mm. better I was like that's pretty cool I like yeah. that um, this next question Harry you're not allowed to duck it but you got to make of it what you will I would personally struggle with this <laughs> what tip could you give the audience about getting to know the people around you <sighs> that is a big one a tip for getting to know the people around me or them should I say I, I don't know that's I would say that's quite hard because to get to know the people around me mm, that's tricky because I feel for myself that I'm probably so for people that I'm uh, new people that I've not met before I'm not normally I don't normally act how people that people that know me yeah. see me and see how I act mm-hmm. on a day to day basis but when I'm in front of someone new I probably don't I'm not the same person I, even I can feel that I'm not but I think a lot of that is just because I want to feel them out before <laughs> I give them both barrels of, <laughs> of, of very much um, and put them off forever <laughs> um, so that's quite a tricky one really because if we follow if we follow that advice it's like be really shy <laughs> don't ruffle feathers um uh so i don't know advice to get to know someone around you mm. have you got any examples Ask of questions what, have you got any examples of like what you've done with potential new team members or friends and fa- or friends of friends of just how you've i think if i judge it on what I've just said there and think about what the best thing you should do yep. which is the complete opposite it's just like be yourself and speak to people like you've known them for years that's probably the best bit of advice I can give but that's really hard oh I know yeah yeah. No, but exactly. like, I think, but it's, I think it's a good bit of advice but I think that's what you do really well is for, so there's a book that I started reading sorry let me take you on a little bit of a journey there was a originally when I was reading a few books in my time um I read a book that was, or I started reading a book, barely got through it, barely got through the first couple of chapters called... Um, I don't feel like you haven't opened this book. <laughs> how to, uh, something about how to influence... How to win friends and influence people. Win friends and influence people, yeah. And it, the idea, like I read all these reviews and it said, oh, it's a great book, it teaches all these concepts of how to like speak to people, get to know them and, mm-hmm. or, and whatever. I don't know where it went. I assume you can influence them. Who knows? <laughs> but it was just like, it's apparent, it's from, it's really old is yeah. my understanding. And it's classic. The, but everything's really like super fluffy, vague, not really like, 
it's just like conceptual. Like when someone says, oh, to make a load of money, just sell a product that everyone wants and you'll make millions. We all get it. But the actual like, the 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 actions- you have to pull, Yeah, but you have to pull down the, from that book your own actions that make sense but, to you. But that's the problem, is that when someone's looking for an answer, someone going, oh yeah, you just need to find the right thing is not an answer because it's not helpful anyway because we all probably have that concept in our minds. But that's the different, take, so, take coaching so, as an example. So, though. He doesn't give me answers. He makes me ask myself the right questions. Yeah, this didn't make me ask any questions other than what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> Close the so, book. So <laughs> yeah, on the shelf. Um, but I discovered this other book um, and I, I can't for the life of me think what, what it is. Um, 17 tricks to trick people. <laughs> <laughs> you won't believe number seven. Um, no, but this book was basically, uh, it's hard to describe it. I'll have to, I'll have to um, find, the, uh, find the name of it. But it's essentially a book that's, it's, it's about that, how to win friends and influence people, but, it, but with actual actionable techniques to, to just to make those things work. Again, I didn't finish it because I, I just sort of stopped reading it. Um, but some of the things were, and this is why you reminded me of them, um, was an example it used was like, there's, there's certain people that you meet that you just instantly like think, oh wow, mm-hmm. they're great. They leave a lasting impression. And it's, be, it's because of little things like how, they, how, they, how you meet them. Um, and like an example it has is, there's someone that we've all met and have instantly like got on with and they've become your best friend straight away. And those are four-legged animals called dogs that because they just treat every person like they're your best friend. Mm-hmm. And using the dog as an analogy, he was saying- I was seriously trying to wonder why you licked me the other day. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did have peanut butter there. Um, <laughs> but he was, it was saying like, if, imagine if you just treated everyone as your best friend that you've known for 10 years. Like if I spoke to some random person the same way I spoke to you, like maybe not you, <laughs> yeah, not but like, but usually with, with some of your closest friends, you light up big smiles on your face. Yeah. How's it going? Big shake of the hand, maybe whatever it is. But like if you, uh, and obviously it goes into more detail than this, but like those sort of things like being, lighting up when you meet someone for the first time, shaking hands with them and just being super positive and treating them like you've known them. And for yourself, if you think and imagine that you have known them for a long time, you instantly build sort of relationships with people. And that's why, like, and that's what I think you do really well as well. So when you meet someone new, you, you do you do a lot of the things that are mentioned in this book. I'll need to find the name of that book because it is really interesting. Because okay. it gives you actual actionable techniques and things by, like that. By the that. time this goes live, you can drop that link in the show yeah, notes. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it in the show notes. Um, let me make a note of that. Uh, find book that... <laughs> but while, while, you, while you type that, I think one thing, one thing that I've learned for last year is by giving someone a tactic without the understanding of why they're doing it, I think it's really dangerous. Sorry, this... So again, I think this piggybacks off of that other book's concepts, but okay. then gives actions. Fine, yeah. It's fine. like, it's like, oh, to to do whatever this concept is. Like, but the way that what this actually looks like for you to actually try with people is greet with a smile. Yeah, blah, okay. Blah, blah. Yeah, okay. Cool. Time. Okay. Um, next one, mate. What is your best photo of twenty nineteen? By the way, just to take one step back. From starting that, what tip would you give advice? 
from going from be a shy, timid guy, don't be yourself, um, to you, I think you actually end up with an absolute solid bit of advice, which is like embrace people like you've known them for 10 years. It's because for me personally that I, that I always revert to the shyness but internally I'm always like really frustrated with that fact Yeah, yeah. but then, it's because I know what I should be doing but all of a sudden once you go into that shy mode it's really hard to kind of kick yourself out of that groove that you've just put yourself in because like now I'm going to look like a psychopath if I've gone from like really quiet <laughs> to hey how's it yeah, going we met the other day we never spoke but <laughs> on the corner on my phone um, yeah but uh, it's interesting though because I know you and it is what you just said is exactly true with how you operate mm. it's like like you are at a distance until you know them and then you're you embrace and there's, there's no there's no middle ground funny thing as well isn't it? you've just i don't know why i've just remembered it as well but one of my biggest i think one of the biggest things that really trips me up on that whole thing and i would be more comfortable in in <laughs> not coming out but being more <laughs> extrovert sooner with yep. people is being able to remember people's names better because the most annoying thing is is i remember i remember everyone's faces i'm like that's that person from whenever. But if I can't remember their name, they may as well be a stranger because it's like, oh, remember, I remember you, yeah, but you I get, can't you, think you get over that either. by just playing to what you know. Hey, yeah, we met at that bar. <laughs> yeah, but what if you, what, yeah, but yeah, what if you can't remember that, but you can just oh, yeah. remember their face? Don't go and speak to them. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but if it was like, Paul, Paul, yeah. fucking remember, like we didn't even speak, but. I saw your name badge <laughs> from the window. <laughs> but yeah, I, I need a, I need, if anyone that's listening knows a technique, I keep looking at the camera, it's like we've gone. Uh, if anyone knows a technique on how to like remember names better, because the worst thing is, is it'll be like, oh, nice to meet you, mate. What's your name? Adam. Adam, nice to meet you. And in the back of my mind, it's like, boom, gone. <laughs> because all I'm thinking about is like, leave a good impression, smile and all that. And then you just forget that one that's, cause you'll think, oh, Adam, easy name to remember. Never going to forget that. So, oh shit, was it Paul? Was it Steve? But there's an interesting thing that you've just sort of like given insight to is like you, you've got your own internal chatter going on as you're mm. meeting someone. I used to have that. I, I honestly never have that now. <laughs> like, I'm not even in the room. Like, I, no, I know, like I'm never, but I used to do that, especially like five, six years ago, starting the business, meeting new people mm. and trying like, it'd be like, okay, cool. Yeah, what do I need to, what's the thing we need to talk about? Like, what's, and, mm. and all that, which means you're yeah. not actually listening. Like you're just yeah. like, planning your next thing you say ironically (laughs) the thing that i'm probably thinking about is the fact that is john the name that he just said to me (laughs) and is that now his name or am i just making that up but that's but that's then the internal like shit am i remembering his name correctly or not and now i can't say it because what if it isn't john (laughs) to get rid of all your internal chat i would literally just go through an exercise of practicing like when you introduce yourself you go shake my hand you go, we go. Hi, my name's Harry. I'm absolutely terrible names, but I'll probably forget yours, but I'd love to learn about you. Like, <laughs> like what do you do? Cool. You'll remember something about him. You'll be like, I'm the guy that forgets names. What's your name again? Yeah. Might try just asking people's name at the end of a conversation. Yeah. It might help. Cool. That's weird though. You have a full conversation. It's like, by the way, what's your name? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I may as well not know it because otherwise all I'll be thinking is, can I remember it? Yeah. Uh, you sh- yeah, you just need to own that. Um, what's the best photo of 2019 and why? Uh, best photo what of like... of Anything. Stink. Of anything. Yeah. Um, I don't reference something like that Peter McKinnon took a photo of, like that you took a photo of. <laughs> just um, making sure it's like... The best photo of 2019, I'm going to consult 
my phone. I don't think I've actually got it on here right now. What, what's the one that comes to mind? Describe it to me. <laughs> um, uh, there's a funny one of... Oh, yeah, I've got it on here. But it's... <laughs> so at the moment, every time... Can I Elliot, describe what I Every say? time that Elliot has a bath, yeah. <laughs> it just looks so funny because he's like a little man sitting <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love the way dear. you've made it decent by putting. What, it's is just, I didn't even put it there. Just it's a it's a floating hippo thermometer. Okay, but it's a really small way of hiding the Charles decent. So why why is that? Is it just because it brings joy? Yeah, because when because you're lit up right now. Yeah, when we bath him, it's, I don't often see you that happy. That's good to see though. Yeah. For the listeners, he, like, ma- he makes Harry me, he makes me smile. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So by does way, my wife. Obviously, way, that feeling you got now proud <laughs> oh is that is this what pride feels like okay, okay. there you go okay. looked at your son lit up big go, warm so feeling. to go back big, to that he's other still question smiling, by the way guys so to go back to that other question that yeah. when i when i bathe my son with my wife that's when i feel proud amazing do do it as often as you can <laughs> fucking hell this is a life-changing podcast it is. anyway <clears throat> oh here we go I think we're going to get some of the stuff that he just tried to work his way through for this question what was the best audio book or book you listened to? Yeah, I would say that book that I can't remember the name of. Um, I will go home and look at what it's actually called. Can you put it in the show notes? I will. Did you listen to it or read it? I guess you read it. I read it. I read it okay. because for me, so for me, um, I feel that, so with listening, it's very easy to zone out because mm-hmm. odds are I'll be doing something else anyway. So like driving, <laughs> um, but I just black out. No, um, but I found that when, what was it? I think you shared what with me the, what's that one? Pitch anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I found I was kept having to like rewind by a minute because I'm driving, listening, listening, driving. And I was sort of like, oh, no. what, what, what's he talking about? And I realized I've actually zoned out for the yeah. past minute or so and I have to scrub back. Whereas with reading, because I'm terrible, like I'm just really slow at reading, but it's very purposeful because it's like holding the book and reading the words. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so it just, it kind of sticks better. I'm trying at the moment because I'm, I'm doing a little bit, I'm doing like a running challenge with 4D in the team. Um, I, last night I tried for the first time running with an audio book on to see if I could. Ooh, how did that, f- that feel? Hard work. It started off really hard, but then I sort of like got myself, it's going to get easier really the fitter I get, I mm. think, just because right now I'm just aware that I'm running. I'm just not in shape. Um, but for the second half of the run, actually it was okay. So I just sort of got myself into a rhythm. And I, once I sort of, my, I felt comfortable that my body was able to just mm. continue doing this for a bit, I could then listen. On the subject of running, not to go off on a tangent too much, but I heard an, in- an interesting concept of so you're, are you running to the point where you kind of getting absolutely knackered and no. then having to pause? No. You're going at a pace that you can maintain yeah. for a long period of time. Yeah. 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 That was what, yeah. Because I really think it was like, obviously you can kind of run to the point where you actually blow it, but if you are, you're probably running too hard. Mm-hmm. Whereas you should, as slow as it might feel, go at a pace that you can sustain. Because in theory, you can then get fitter because you get to run for longer. Yeah, I'm going at a, and, but twofold. Uh, one down to time. Mm. Uh, also down to I don't want to burn out and hate yeah. it I'm trying to find a pace that I think actually because normally what I do is I'd be like cool I'm going to go three miles as quick as I can now I'm just like I'm just going to go and run for the next half an hour at a pace I feel comfortable at mm-hmm. whatever distance I do I do but I just want to make I'm trying to get running is to become the thing that I'm doing not yeah. running fast the thing that I'm doing um, last question H oh. when you sit down at night with your wife what's the one thing about work that you haven't told her Uh, just the one thing. <laughs> um, What's the biggest one thing? 
but you're proud of it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think... I probably don't really tell her much about work. Like, she'll ask how was my day, and they'll be like, yeah, it's all right, not bad, whatever. Just doing the huge is probably the description. Um, Unless there's something that's actually sort of different from Mm -hmm. being in the office. Um, But yeah, I suppose I'll probably probably leave a lot out as opposed to... Okay, uh, let's reframe it slightly. What's the one thing that you think you probably should have told her about how you feel about work that you haven't? (laughs) (laughs) The answer to the uh, earlier question. I don't, what, what do you mean? Sorry, that she's not aware of how much I enjoy my job. Is she aware? Um, I have a question for you, but, but I'm going to take it off tangent because I know you. So, so potentially she does, but also I've probably not ever wanted to sort of go on about it because it's probably a bit in your face to, <laughs> oh, pay about another wicked day at work. Is there any part of it is you don't over communicate that you're enjoying stuff at work because sometimes she doesn't enjoy what she's doing at work and like you don't want to be uh, in the face. Yeah, there's probably a bit of that. It's probably not a, a, an intentional thought, mm-hmm. but um, <laughs> maybe it's because I'm not often aware of how much I enjoy myself either. <laughs> so when I come home, I just come home like, normal i'm not like fuck it that was a horrible day if i've had a bad day or whatever then i probably will come home and be like oh, shit, I had a bit of a shit day today just because of whatever yeah but like normally i go home and i'm, I'm home like we <laughs> had a good day at work came home evening <laughs> my eyes are very like capped <laughs> a lot of the time <laughs> I think everyone's picking up on that right now uh, this isn't one from Stephen may but uh it was an opportunity just to throw one more question into the mix Knowing that your answers can be <laughs> a little woolly. <laughs> subdued. <laughs> subdued is a good word for it. I still want to ask the question to see what comes out. This time next year, what is going to make you feel like 2020 has been a success? Um, and use the word success in any way that you want. So I think that the one thing that's definitely been rattling around in my, in my mind's eye is that we actually get somewhere with the podcast and stuff like that. I want to build it into like a empire feels like a, a strong word, but it's probably the best way to say it. I want us to be like punching the gut of Gimlet and whatever. Because mm-hmm. they make me feel sick just hearing the shows. <laughs> yeah, well, I think we've got something different. Like, fact, like we we have a no bullshit approach mm. to telling real stories from real people. Um, so your major success in 2020 is building NBS into a meaningful podcast network. Mm-hmm. Like it. Cool. One question I have <laughs> after, <laughs> I it after, works this, like after this uh, very insightful interaction yep. is, is how do I get more out of my highs? Because apparently I really don't enjoy myself on a daily basis. Uh, well, we've already spoke about this is I want you to go and have a chat. And my coach might not be the right coach, but I honestly think that having someone the stuff that you just told me is like a coach's fucking wet dream. <laughs> like, if I, even if I just sent this to Gav and I was like, just do me a favor, just listen to this. Is it worth you having a chat with this guy? He's like, he like, needs a psychiatrist. <laughs> he's like, I'm a coach, not a therapist. Uh, but I think 
I, I think there's a lot there's a lot of happiness that someone can unlock in you. Um, <laughs> it's a fact because here's what I th- here's what I feel you do. I'm not a therapist, but I'm gonna act like one on the podcast. Is I feel like you cap your highs to also cap your lows. You do, you protect your emotions. So you don't want to feel low, so Probably you fair. you stay middle of the road as much as you can. In terms of How like, sad is that? in terms of like when you're going up, you go fuck that. No, I'm gonna pull myself back down because I don't want to feel bad. I, I don't want to go up here because I don't want to go down here is what I think is going on in your head but someone else more qualified can work that out jeez that's very that's a very sad outlook if that's the case no it's not it's it's your way of protecting yourself but I think I, th- I think you're in a position now where your lows aren't that low do you know what I mean I think your lows <laughs> agree, aren't as low as where you think they are yeah um, so I well, think I, I would think I would like to think that I don't really have any if not many lows anyway so <laughs> if i could just bring that baseline up <laughs> but, but it's, it's that old cliche which like like uh i can't remember like the exact words but it's something along the lines of like okay so i'm trying to remember it but i can't remember the quote but it's something along the lines of like in order to feel love you have to be prepared to get like hurt i mm-hmm. think probably the only time you've let yourself experience real highs is genuinely with emmy because you, you in the past would never open yourself up to getting really hurt by a woman. You just wouldn't. Like, mm. with Emma, you did. And look what happened. I think what you need to do is work out what what made you take that leap. Because you open yourself up to sort of like take a real big fucking fall if she didn't want to be with you or get married or all that stuff. You didn't play middle of the road with your wife, so it's working out. And you've got so much happiness out of I it. I just committed to it until she just gave up and said <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it's, it's that. You, you, you made yourself vulnerable then. And it's working out, actually. Like the, It's not that bad if things don't mm-hmm. go right. You need to experience the highs. Because there's so many highs that actually happen in your life. Mm-hmm. And like everyone's thinking now, fucking, like, let's just get this guy enjoying life a little bit more. <laughs> That's my two cents. But I'd say, I'd say definitely it's... Uh, I think you'll get a lot of value out of just speaking to someone about it that knows <laughs> how to be happy. <laughs> uh, I'd be like, Gav, where do we begin? <laughs> Guys, uh, on that note, uh, that was the last question. Thanks for, for listening to the show. This has been an interesting uh, bit of a segue from the normal um, shows that we put out, but super interesting for me, super important. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not often I get to quiz Harry on the mics. Um, guys, if you have any questions for us, uh, send an email into Startup Diary at nbs.fm. That's nbs.fm. Um, we want to hear from you, whether it's your favorite shows, stuff you want to know about the business, stuff you want to know about us, fire it in. We'll get it onto the podcast. There's actually questions in the Facebook group as well. Lots so we of questions. So jump on that thread now. So probably what we'll do... I, I, I held fire on responding, so I wasn't sure if we were going to cover them in a show. So should we or... Do you want to just dive into the group, get everyone to join? No, here's, here's what I think we should do is everyone that listens to this, if you want to be surrounded by people that are genuinely in it together, we have an amazing group. There's like mm-hmm. 220 people in there. And a lot of you that listen to the show are in the group and not posting. So get involved. It's one of those groups that it's an amazing environment of people wanting to help each other just with one common goal of making each other like push each other and be better. Get into the group, search for Startup Business Club on Facebook, go and join it. Um, but we've, there's an amazing thread in there, which is from Stephen May, the guy that sent these questions in, which is asking people like, what would you want to ask Harry and Adam? Uh, we haven't got an answer to those. What we'll probably do is drop one or two answers on like in between shows. Rather than making a full Q&A show, mm-hmm. 
we'll like pick three or four, answer them, drop it on a Wednesday, Thursday, or a Friday, something like that. Um, because our, our normal schedule programming on a Monday um, tends to cover uh, what's going on in the business here, expert trades, and what we're learning. Um, I've got some interesting stuff coming up. We've got um, some quite tactical stuff coming up about some of the problems we've experienced with one of our products and how we're trying to reduce the bottleneck how we have a problem within our business that we've packaged up and given to a client by accident without realizing. Um, and talking about all the stuff client facing and how we scale the business, we're going to try and produce some more tactical shows. We're going to get some more voices within the company because we've got some real experts here at what they do. Um, and expert trades is growing. Like we've, like we had our best ever financial quarter. Like we, we set a really audacious goal of our mm. Q4 turnover and we hit it. Um, within two grand we hit it uh, but super happy with that um, and that's because we've got a good team here I want to get some more of their voices and specifically on a tactical element because people are doing some really interesting tests and learning so we're trying to scale parts of the business and I think that's one of the reasons people listen to the show uh, and I'd actually like some feedback on that so uh, in the group tag me or email me or whatever you want to do just get in contact if you would like to hear one the journey that's we know that's interesting to you because you've stuck around but if you want to know some of those shows of actually what tests are you doing how did it work how much did it cost what tool did you use that's the stuff that I'm more than happy to cover because I enjoy it but let me know if you want to hear that sort of stuff guys we want to hear from you guys thanks for listening in if this is the first time you've listened to the Start of the Drive podcast don't forget to hit that subscribe button and we will see you next time <laughs>